far far away there were kids and there were parents and they were looking for the good stuff and today May the 4th 2016 they found it welcome to the good stuff kids podcast welcome to the show if you love Star Wars or your kids love Star Wars you have found the right place I just 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 came to a stop in my Toyota Sienna from hyperdrive I'm now on the planet Tatooine speaking to you about what's gonna happen today it's gonna be a great one we're joined by Jedi Master Ross Barr who's gonna talk to us about being a Star Wars collector we have a Star Wars themed four plus one and we're gonna horse around with my my friend Akiva with an assist from his mom Cassie. We'll also probably hear from Eliza and my resident Star Wars expert Zachy. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and comment on the Good Stuff Kids podcast on iTunes. It means a great deal as we are putting this show together. You can also find everything Good Stuff related on goodstuffpod.com. That's goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you at the end of the show. It's four plus one. The top four songs that my kids request at least three times in a row from my Toyota Sienna. Plus one song I try to get my kids to listen to. And this week, it's all about Star Wars. Starting with number four, which is called Chewbacca's On My Underwear by Rutherford B. Hayes is Dead. This is an inspired bluegrass tune with quite meaningful and insightful lyrics. Chewbacca's on my underwear, oobity doobity doo. Chewbacca's on my underwear, oobity doobity doo. Chewbacca, Chewbacca, oobity doo. Chewbacca, 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 oobity doobity doo. At number three this week is Star Wars Disco by the Little Apple Band. Sometimes you just need a disco vibe when you're making your groovy way through the galaxy. Coming in at number two is Orlando by Recess Monkey. This song truly is one of my six year old favorite songs. And I love it too. I love that fuzz bass. Have you grown apart from someone you used to really know? I had a friend just like that a long, long time ago. Whoa. His name was Lando. I hadn't seen him for a little while. He took it kind of hard. I won the Millennium Falcon from a minute game of cards. Whoa. And at number one. The Ewok song from The Return of the Jedi, the original Ewok song, I should say. Still not sure why George Lucas took this one out. It is one of the great mysteries of the Star Wars universe.
plus one this week. The song I tried to get my kids to listen to and like is a Star Wars theme by Galactic Empire. My kids did not appreciate the gratuitous use of bass drum, but if you love metal and you love bass drum and you love Star Wars, this is the one for you. If you liked what you've heard here today on 4 Plus 1, you can find our 4 Plus 1 playlist on goodstuffpod.com. You can find these artists on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your music. Support these artists. 4 Plus 1. Good stuff. Horsin' around. Are you there, Akiva? Do you like Star Wars? No. You talk about Star Wars every minute you're awake. <laughs> Akiva, do you like Darth? Do you like Darth Vader? Do you like Darth Vader? No. What? No. Do you like Do you like stormtroopers? No. What about Luke Skywalker? No. What about Yoda? Yeah. You do you like, do you Yoda? like Yoda? Yeah. Cool. Um, Akiva, what do you like about Yoda? He has magic powers. He has magic powers? Yeah. Oh my do you have any magic powers? No. You don't? No. If you had a magic power, do you think you would be able to lift up a spaceship only using your brain? Um, no. No, that wouldn't be a good magic power? Okay, well maybe, I mean, it's interesting because I think Yoda actually could do that. But I think that you could come up with, like, an even better magic power. Let me ask you this question. Can you make any Star Wars sounds like Chewbacca? No. No. Okay, good. Neither can I. Can you sing any Star Wars songs? I don't know. Thanks, Akiva. Thanks for talking to me. Have a great rest of your day. He got those, like, these figurines uh, not even a week ago, and he sleeps with them, and they're hard plastic. Oh, really? And then he takes them to his train table that's in his room, and he won't let it be anywhere near them, and he, like, cuddles around them, and then he gave Avia Princess Leia and then took it back. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's amazing. It's really amazing. Being four and a half is is hard. I get that. You do like Princess Leia? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you like about her? She has two buns. Yeah. What about you? Do you like Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite part about Star Wars? You don't have a favorite part? Do you have a favorite character? Uh, yes. Who's your favorite character? Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. What do you like about Poe Dameron? Nothing. (laughs) This has been Horsing Around. With Zachy, Eliza, and Daddy. Horse, around. 
good stuff. We are on with Ross Barr, an old friend of mine. And Ross is, uh, Ross, you're in Toledo, Ohio, is that correct? That is correct, Michael. And uh, is today an important day for you? It's a huge day for every Star Wars fan across the galaxy. Across? It is May the 4th. It's May the 4th. And so this is a really important day for you, huh? Yeah. Oh, in- indeed it is, my friend. Yeah. Indeed it is. And, and tell, me, tell me why. Like, why is this an important day? I, you know, at some point, someone tied together that May the 4th sounds like May the Force be with you. So it, this is kind of an unofficial holiday for every Star Wars fan out there. You'll see a lot of uh, random things related to Star Wars. You'll have your local library put up an exhibition. Lots of stuff just really celebrating the fandom of Star Wars. Um, so would you say that you are an average kind of Star Wars fan? I'm a, I would say I'm an above average Star Wars fan, sir. And what, so what is it that makes you above average? Well, so I've, I've been, I was born in 1978. Uh, episode 4, A New Hope came out in 1977, so I was a little too young to see that in the theater, and probably a little too young. I don't think I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater, but I was five years old when Return of the Jedi came out, and I distinctly remember seeing that in the theater, and distinctly remember collecting... Star Wars action figures as a child. They were by far my favorite and um, formed a lot of the fun that I had as a kid and ways I interacted with friends. And um, I, when I moved uh, to Toledo from New York City just about four years ago, I found my old Star Wars action figure collection from when I was a kid, still had it. My parents had thrown out a lot of the other stuff that I had, um, but they had kept that for whatever reason. And I found it. And I even had a figure still in the package back then. They call them carded figures or men on card figures. And at that time, uh, I I looked up on eBay to see what, you know, I I figured I I had struck gold. I'd found, you know, a a figure with hundreds and hundreds of dollars that was still in the packaging from, it was a wheat crate figure from 1984. He was one of the guys that was on the the skiff with uh, the... With Jabba's palace at the yeah, end, yeah. where they're trying to throw Luke you, and and you, Han into the, the Sarlacc, into the Sarlacc yeah, pit. Right, of course. Yeah. Did you purposefully uh, leave it unopened at that time? Do you remember? I, th- I, I think I did. I think I did. I mean, it was it was hard to remember back, but I, you know, maybe I thought it would have value. Maybe I forgot to open it. I, but I think I kept it on un, open. So I was thrilled, and I went on eBay right away, and I looked up Weekway Return of the Jedi, and some were going for like 30, 40 bucks. <laughs> So what I thought was some huge discovery was probably one of the cheaper and more common and just not very valuable carded figures. But from there, I was like, well, I got him in the package. You know, I started looking on eBay and I I got another one and then I got another one and I got another one. And pretty soon I found myself in a basement full of vintage Star Wars action figure toys and collectibles. So how many, how many, uh, how many pieces are in your collection do you think man i you know if i if i could look at my inventory i'm just i do a an inventory for insurance purposes that's that's how nerdy i am i have everything inventoried and and actually insured as well um maybe it's not so much nerdy but maybe being an erotic lawyer uh, i guess (laughs) i would say it's very it's very responsible thank you that's (laughs) that's the word i was looking for responsible thank you um 
I I would have to say a few thousand, probably. Wow. A couple thousand, maybe, something like that. But that's also including every loose figure and loose ship. And I got, a, you know, like I said, a lot of loose figures, a lot of stuff in the packaging and some, I, I go pretty deep and have some prototypes as well. Wow. Nice. So I got really, really far down into it. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, quite a man cave that I have down here, or maybe a boy cave, maybe call it a boy cave. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, so do you remember like, what was the first like big item you got? We were like, okay, like this is really going to be my thing now. I, you know, I, I, not that I, I'm not a huge fan of talking about values, and I know you didn't ask about value, but I'll, I'll tell you just to kind of put things in perspective. I remember about six months into collecting, the back in like 1977, they originally issued the original 12 figures. Um, I, I list them all out right now, but it, I'd probably miss one or two. But it was the big ones, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Three C three P R T D two and a few other ones of the uh, the main 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 ones. Those all their first issue came out on twelve back cards, and they call them the twelve back because if you looked, and this was the beauty of, of Kenner's marketing. You'd buy the figure of Darth Vader, for instance, and you'd turn over on the back, and there would be a picture of all the other twelve figures, including that figure that was there. So, as a kid, you'd buy the one, look on the back, and see the eleven others that you needed to buy, but you know, those are kind of the most highly sought after in the package figures, the, the, what they call the 12-backs. It's the first issue. I, I remember being out with my kids at, uh, at a, uh, what was it called? You know, one of those jump-around places. Yeah. You go indoors and they have all the bouncy things oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. pay 10 bucks to tell your kids out for an hour and a half and hope that they take a nap oh, afterwards. Oh, I know. I, I was know there. Well. Right, right. With an eBay auction for a twelve-back Luke Skywalker, and I, you know, about a half hour before the auction was over, I put it in a bid about three hundred fifty bucks, and man, I was freaking out, freaking out. It was to me, it was so much money to spend on a collectible, you know, some toy, Um, and I ultimately won the auction, but I was like. I literally was having heart palpitations as the auction ended because it was an insane amount of money at the time to think. Now I've I've spent you know ten twenty times that on a on a one individual item uh, in, my, in my collecting. Yeah. So you know, just thinking at the time, like how when I got it in the mail and it was so it was so much money for me to be spending on it, um, and I was so nervous, but it was it was awesome. So that was like the first time that I was like. Oh, yeah. These are cool, you know. And again, it wasn't it wasn't the first thing that I had, but it was the first time that I was like, man, this is pretty heavy. Yeah, pretty heavy. Nice. Um, do you uh, do you think that people are collecting like the Force Awakens stuff, like the new toys and things that are coming out with as much like excitement as the older stuff? Well, I mean, it's it's. I'd say there are most certainly, and there's a lot of people that collect just the modern stuff as well i'm i'm more just a pure vintage collector you know the stuff from my childhood and it it kind of brings a sense of nostalgia and it's it reminds me of a much more innocent time in my life um but 
you know, I, I kind of got wrapped up in the, the Force Awakens collectibles as well, and I have a small collection of that stuff. Even went to, um, they did around September a Midnight Madness for the release of the Force Awakens stuff. So I, I waited in line from like 9.30 at night till midnight. Oh, it, it was actually raining outside at a Toys R Us. I'm standing there for two and a half hours to go spend, you know, a hundred bucks on some, some new toys. Um, <laughs> but you know, they, it, there's a lot of collectors, even, even guys that I know that were, you know, since I've, since I've been collecting for four years, I've, I've connected with a ton of people on online forums and Facebook groups and stuff like that. Guys that like me that have been only vintage collectors mostly have now, branched up and started to collect the the force awakened stuff which you know as far as toys go the sculpt the sculpts on them are really really cool the card art on it is interesting and that's it's kind of what appeals to people if, you, if it if you think it looks good and you like it on your wall then people will collect that stuff and i think hasbro did a pretty good job in what they put out for that line nice um so what's your favorite piece in your particular collection uh, what is my favorite piece uh, well, you're, the people on the phone, well, on the phone, on the podcast aren't going to be able to see it, but since we're Skyping here, uh-huh. I will, I will show you. He's getting up, this folks. This is a... I am in the boy cave, man cave. Yeah. You see that right there? That yeah. is a, it is a display header, um, which pictures, and I'm, I'm going to describe this for the folks on your podcast, because obviously they don't see the audio. Right. Unless you do, do you don't do like a... A uh, show notes or anything well, like that, like an enhanced version. Well, no, I mean, we could post some pictures. We sure can. Okay. We could definitely post pictures. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send you some pictures of this. What, cool. What this is is a it's a very rare display header. There's only about ten of them that were known. Uh, what it does is it shows the you know as I said the original twelve came out right in 1977, uh-huh. and in 1978 they they issued uh, an additional eight figures. Which included Hammerhead, Greedo, Power Droid, Walrus Man, Luke in his X-Wing pilot costume, Death Star Droid, R5-D4, and Snaggletooth. Uh-huh. Right? So uh-huh. those came out. And then they had a special offer for the mail-in Boba Fett figure. Um, so what that is, that's an actual display header that would have been over the bin. The bin would have, been, would have had all the figures out in front of it. So that's just a display. It's a flat piece of cardboard, probably about three feet long by one foot high. Um, so it's just a rare piece. It, it you know depicts all the figures. It just looks great. Um, and so I collect a lot of those. I think you saw some of the other displays yeah, that are that are back there. I, that's a, a a focus. One of the focuses of my collection is the wow. the stock store displays that were that were out when the figures came out back yeah. in the day. Wow. So as a, you know, as a Star Wars kid, Star Wars lover, it's pretty amazing to see folks uh, on, who are listening to this. Uh, we'll definitely put some pictures up of some of Ross's stuff if that's cool. Um, okay, so as part of uh, being on the Good Stuff Kids podcast, you are going to play a little game with me called What's Fancier? So I'm going to give you two things, and you have to choose between them and tell me which is fancier. Are you ready for this? Give me a second. Okay. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay, great. Now I'm ready. Okay, good. All right, these are going to get progressively more challenging. Ready? Okay. Sir Alec Guinness or Ewan McGregor? Sir Alec Guinness. 
much, much fancier. Like, no hesitation there. He's a fancy man. <laughs> He's super fancy. He's I, sir. I, I would almost call him fancy pants, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to. Okay, okay. How about this? Gold arm C-3PO or red arm C-3PO? Gold arm. Fancier. Mm-hmm. Great. How about Poe's X-Wing or Luke's X-Wing? I'm going to go with Poe's X-Wing. It's a little fancier. A little souped up. Yeah, it looks good. Clean lines, black. Looks sharp, right? Yep. Okay, the two hardest ones are coming. So, first hardest, Hoth or Dagobah? I'm going to go Hoth. Hoth. Fancier. Fancier because of the, you know. Cleaner. The Dagobah is pretty messy. Pretty messy. You're gonna, you're not gonna look very fancy with mud and dirt and swamp, all, swamp stuff all over your pants. Yeah, that's true. We uh, it's not that. a fancy place. It's not. Okay, so I'm really interested to hear how you're gonna answer this one though. Ewoks or Wookies? Fancier. I would have to go with the Wookies or fancier. They're more civilized creatures than, uh, than the Ewoks. Okay. Good answer. Now, last. Did I, I get those right? Yeah, I mean, you know, there. Oh, this is a subjective. <laughs> this there's is, no right or wrong. There's answer, no right it? or wrong in. But I got the, them right. So. But you got them all right, 100. <laughs> percent um, So I have a true or false question for you. So you and I are both. True. You're uh, you Sorry. and I are both in the three club, meaning we both have three kids. So we yes. both have seen kids at like various ages and stages of development. So here's my question for you: True okay. or false? When Luke meets Yoda for the first time. Is Yoda's behavior the exact same as a curious two-year-old's? True or false? I'd say it's very close. I'd say true. I'd say true. Well, Ross, that's sort of the the end of the line. Any any questions that I have, I mean, I could keep going for a long, long time, but maybe we'll have a revisit sometime in the future, maybe when Rogue One comes out, perhaps, Ooh, something like that. All right. That would be all good. Right. Um, so if, if I were a uh, novice Star Wars toy collector, where, where do I start? Like, what's the website? What's the, what's the movie? What's the whatever that I need to watch or pay attention to? Well, I'd say, you know, like anything else, you, you don't want to jump in too quickly unless you've learned about it. The, there's a lot of reproduction stuff out in the Star Wars collecting universe and um, you can you can get scammed there's a lot of unscrupulous people and stuff but I, there's a great website called the Star Wars Collectors Archive which kind of catalogs all the vast um, galaxy I guess of, uh, of collectibles that are out there <laughs> see what I did there? I see do I did? see that yes <laughs> um, but you know it's just it's really amazing and this is one thing that I've, I've noticed being I'm more of the the action figure collector, but there's so much Star Wars related stuff that's come out. I, you know, I don't know if you remember uh, the movie Spaceballs. Yeah. Right? With, with yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt. Sure. You remember it's yogurt? Who was yogurt? The, yeah. the, the thing nope. goes, merchandising, merchandising, <laughs> right? Yeah. They showed you, like, and they were making fun of how insane the merchandising related to Star Wars was. I think the thing that he showed was uh, yogurt showed the, uh, the Star Wars flamethrower, right? Did you show, like, the extent to which how insane it got and this comment was something along the lines of there's the star wars flamethrower this is great with children right? <laughs> right um but it's just it's so there's so much stuff out there so that's a great website to go to and you know i, I actually administer a, a few facebook groups uh that uh, cater to vintage collectors and a lot of a lot of great guys on guys and girls on there that 
that are helpful. So I would recommend joining one of those or there's a few online forums as well and just read, read, read. And um, anyone that's interested in it could always uh, contact me as well and I'd, I'd be happy to point them in, in the direction. So um, always looking for new collectors and new people to interact with. And it's just a ton of fun. It's a lot awesome. of fun. Awesome. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for dropping in on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. This is truly some good, good stuff. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Definitely. Bye. Thank you so much to Ross for joining us and telling us about his Star Wars collection. You can see photos of some of his stuff at goodstuffpod.com. Want to thank Darren for having a great idea. Want to thank Akiva and Cassie for horsing around with me. Thanks, Mrs. Goodstuff, Josh MB, and Josh the Lawyer for not injuring himself. Thanks to everyone who's spreading the word about the Good Stuff Kids podcast. It means a lot. I'm having a blast putting this together. If you want to join the Good Stuff Street team, you can. Here's what you do. You go on to iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, and let me know about it at goodstuffpod at gmail.com. Eventually, you will get a sweet Good Stuff reward. Next week, you'll hear a debut segment called Paging Dr. Eric, and we're joined by the talented and funny Alan Goodis. Thanks for listening, and may the fourth be with you. Stuff. 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 Stuff.